0: Welcome to the She Runs It podcast, where we help women succeed
1: in business and life. I'm Nicole DeBoone. And I'm Sarah Ratcliffe. We're two successful entrepreneurs who own and run multiple seven-figure businesses. We came together when Nicole wanted to sell her business, Skirt Sports. Through the acquisition process, we genuinely connected and then we quickly realize the power of combining our business talent and together we make the perfect team. Nicole's an amazing visionary, a community builder, and she excels at creating successful business models. If you're ready to start and conceptualize a business, Nicole is here for you.
0: And Sarah is an amazing strategist who kicks ass in massive revenue growth and building successful systems. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, Sarah will help you do that and more. We believe that business is fun and empowering, and we're on a mission to inspire, connect, and advocate for other women just like you to succeed in business and life. Now let's get started. Hey, Nicole. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm awesome. Since we talked, I turned 50.
1: Oh my goodness, happy birthday. I think you, you knew that though. look amazing.
0: Well, I hello. Do.
1: It's called the Zoom filter.
0: <laughs> creates a slight. I, and so. mellow- I mean,
1: I don't think it's just the filter. It's not just the filter.
0: So. No, I no. feel really good at this 50 50 a year mile marker. It feels like you know, perfect to be sitting here with you doing the she runs at pod because. What happens at 50? I'm just going to let everybody know this, including you. You probably don't know this. You join a club. On my birthday, everyone said, welcome to the club. And I was like, oh, my God, the club. I didn't know what the club was, but apparently it's the wisdom club. Now we don't have to give a crap about what anybody (laughs) says, thinks or does anymore because we've been there. We can own it and we're wise. Yes. (laughs)
1: You know, it's so funny as I, as I'm making it my way through my forties, I've, I've noticed that too. I'm like, Oh, I feel less worried about this. And I feel less worried about that. And like it, I feel wiser. So I can imagine, you know, entering the fifties. That'll be, that club is not as scary as it used to be, you know? No, it's a good club to be in. It's a really, Mm. it's pretty secretive. So don't
0: tell anyone I said anything about it. You may have mentioned it on the podcast, the <laughs> secrets
1: out of the bag.
0: Well, I'm so. super psyched because today we get to talk about building your girl gang. And that is a club of its own sort.
1: It is. It is. I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, well, that's a really relevant conversation to what we're about to talk about today. Well, so yeah. yeah. Well today's the- topic is building your girl gang, the importance of connections in business and life, right?
0: Yes, because there's a lot of different girl gangs you can have. And we'll hit on some of those other girl gangs in future episodes. But this one is truly centered around you. You are at the heart of your own universe anyway. So we may as well start there. And since our, our podcast now focuses more on career and business, you know, with the greater strokes of life, of course, always <laughs> informing our decisions. Um, I think uh-huh. it's really, it's a really cool topic. It's really close to my heart. And, you know, we, you, you just mentioned the word connections. I also like to interchange that word with relationships because it personalizes it a little bit more. And, Truly for me, that is at the core of this entire discussion is relationships and connections with other people, which is truly what makes us, I think, feel better about being in this big, bad world.
1: I agree completely. Well, and to be honest, um, you know, you can have all the degrees that you want, you can have all the experience you want, but really your relationships are what propel you, um, you know, into your career and business, you know, pathways. I I know I discovered that um, as I was making a career change from, I was in social work, you know, in an educational world at the university of Kansas. And then I was like, well, I really want my career to be in sport management, you know, and I ended up getting my master's degree in sport management Mainly because I needed it to help me facilitate the relationships and the connections. So I could I have I could I have gone into that world on my own? Absolutely. You know, I had a lot of the experience and knowledge from my, you know, work putting on a bunch of tournaments and managing teams and doing all of that. But I really needed um, something that would create the connections and the relationships. Um, for me. And that was, you know, that was a degree. And I, I still to this, I mean, I wouldn't have been at Disney if I hadn't, you know, um, gotten my master's and then, and made all of those, those connections. So, um, and then also I will tell you, as I left Disney and went into my own business, you know, I had all the things I had learned, but it was the relationships that I had built that allowed me to quickly and efficiently kind of grow my business on its, on its own. So 100%. And I, and those connections were both with, you know, men and women and and a number of relationships across the board. But I, I think, um, it's key, you know, that, that there is a group of people supporting you. There's people that you can sounding, you know, have sounding boards and different things like that. So yes, I, I second that Nicole and that relationships are hugely important. Um, So here's a question
0: for you. So a lot of people listening are like, okay, I get it. We got to do this. I got to build these relationships. But before they do that, you know, I wanted to ask you, did you ever feel like you were floating around like alone in your own little silo, knowing that you needed to make really, you know, connections and have these strong relationships to help you in your business and your life. But it was like, you didn't know how. And you were just floating, circling, not sure what to do, because I think a lot of people listening might
1: be there themselves. Okay. Um, yes. So um, yeah, always, I have to be honest, like I, I always, even though I could kind of look back and see, the impact and effect of relationships. I don't know that I always knew I was facilitating them. I don't know. And I, and I did, I was like, well, I want someone to support me. I want someone to help me. And, um, you know, and I can, we can talk more as we kind of jump into the mentor side of things. You know, there were definitely some holes in my relationships and things I wish I had known more of, or had supporters and advocates. Um, I, but yeah, I mean, if it sounds like I knew what I was doing, like, let's be clear. I had no idea. I just realized it later. <laughs> so
0: Well, yeah, um, I mean, I do think a lot of times we may be very connected, but there'll be one problem we're going through and suddenly we feel so alone and we forget yeah. that there is this whole network of people out there that we ourselves have nurtured that we can lean on. So, but it's really normal to sometimes sit in that moment of feeling totally alone in your own issue and your own problems. But if you build your, your blocks properly, that, that period of aloneness can be temporary.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. And you know what always people talk about mentors, they talk about, um, advocates and, um, it feels so formal, right? Like, like you've gone to a job interview and okay, well now you're going to be my mentor. And, um, I don't think it's that formal, you know, I think, um, I mean, you and I, I would, I would absolutely consider consider you a huge mentor and, um, advisor for me, not just on the skirt side, but, um, I mean, that was huge there, but just in general, you know, you're someone that I can come to with, with concerns and, and you ask me questions about what's happening. And so, um, but we didn't have any formal, we weren't like, well, hello, Nicole, this I'm Sarah. And let's, you know, let's walk down this path together. It was sort of just a natural relationship. And we don't have a scheduled time that we, you know, we have the pod, we come together, but you know, you, I don't, say, okay, well, Nicole, I'm going to call you every Monday at two. And we're going to talk about, you know, career and relationships and business. Um, it's just more like, you know, sometimes you do, you, you feel alone and you're like, Oh, I need to talk to somebody about, you know, about this. Um, and so, you know, I think it's important and everyone listening here, whether you're, um, you know, at the beginning of your career, near the end of your career in the middle, you're trying to get somewhere. Um, part of what we're talking about today is why it's so important to have supporters and especially female supporters, you know? Um, and I want to, like I said at the beginning, you know, I had a number of relationships with both men and women that helped propel me in my career and, and have helped me in business, you know? Um, and I wouldn't say that women are necessarily more important than men. However, women have different experiences in business. We have different experiences in corporate worlds where whether anybody wants to agree and believe it, uh, it's, we're treated differently. Our trajectory looks different. We're expected to act a little bit different. So I think it's important to, that's where female supporters do come in because they understand that it's a different road for us a little bit, you know? Um, and so they get it differently than, you know, than men do. Um, and then just even in business in general, owning your business, running your own business. I think women approach business a lot of times with a little more heart. Um, it's often a little bit more personal. It's pa- it's passion. And it, 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 so it's nice to have other women that, I mean, you and I, we're not just in this, because, you know, we're, we want to pump out a bunch of revenue. Like this matters to us. This is like what we were meant to do. So it's nice to have other women who understand that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a great way to sort of frame the idea of needing a support network and what's What's interesting as I'm listening, I'm like, you know, maybe we should point out some of these different terms and what they mean to us. Other people may have different definitions. Just so you listening understand when we say mentor versus advocate versus even peer. So, you know, I think maybe we start with your peers. I think it's really important to build a strong peer network as well as the levels that kind of supersede that. Um, and to me, it appears often we live in our own little worlds of business feeling like we need to keep everything secret. Right. I felt that way for 15 freaking years at skirt sports, like something went wrong. I was like, who else can I call who understands what I'm going through, who I don't have to hide my situation from. right, And I think your peers, if they're mutually respectful relationships and everybody knows that, you know, this isn't a gossip opportunity, if you come to them, um, Mm -hmm. having a strong network of peers is really, really important. Not just people who work with you in your same company, but people who are doing similar things at other companies.
1: I agree. You know, a funny story is um, so at Disney, when I started Disney ever they would come, we would come in as like this group of 25 interns fresh out of, you know, our graduate, our sport management graduate programs, right? I kind of likened it to like the real world for uh for graduate. You love interns. that? <laughs> oh yeah, it was there was drama and and a whole bunch of interesting stories. Um that would come out of that. But what's been interesting, um, is, you know, for me, that was close to 15 years ago. Um, you know, those were all my, my peers and we all started at the bottom of the ladder. And as we went through, um, life together and our careers expanded and grew, you know, everyone, even though I knew them as, you know, we were a little, you know, 28 year old. Well, I was 28. They were all 23, I was a little older <laughs> in my second career, but, um, you know, young, you know, green, um, in our careers, they're now seasoned professionals. I mean, the, no, the number of women and, and, and men too, that I know that are leading their industries are in high positions. You know, I can talk, they might, I can approach them just like a peer um, and we can talk. And so I do think that peer relationship is important because as you progress in your career, as you create, or if you're running your own business, having other people who are in the same situation as you is wonderful because there is the, 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 the playing ground is level right? There's no, Oh, you're six steps ahead of me. And I want to get to where you are. It's a level playing ground. You are literally peers.
0: Yeah. And you know, I think one of the things that puts people on edge is that they feel like they have to compete. If you're in the same company, say you're both accountants for the same company, you might be competing, but if you're an accountant for a business that maybe you feel like you're what you have to do, your protocol is kind of clunky and it could be cleaned up, but of course your boss doesn't know. Like I knew nothing about accounting. I couldn't be like, yeah, this is, then you should change to this, but to have somebody in another brand who they can maybe go to, and then you could bring those ideas to your boss or other people within your company. I think that is the magic, right? You're not competing against them. They're just sharing something that worked in their um, organization. So-
1: And I think you're right. Like, well, keep going, keep going. So where were you? Well, but Nicole, let's talk about that because one thing that's important, I think, I I feel like this was something I missed out on. So I was encouraged to network within my own company. So I met a lot of people within my company, but I wasn't, I don't even say I wasn't encouraged. I wasn't even sure how to network with peers outside of my company. I wish I had known that because I think, um, in anyone listening here, what you say is, is very important. How do you meet other people who are doing what you're doing or what you want to be doing, um, who you can just meet and get to know, you know, and, and it's amazing what those relationships will bring their unknown. Right. So, I think I often would seek things out like, oh, well, I must have a purpose. I'm very much a type A personality if anyone has not, (laughs) right? I can only go have social interactions if I know there's an exact purpose. You're totally different from me, right? You're like, meet new people, it's gonna be awesome. And I'm like, oh, I'm an introvert. Do I have to talk to other people? Like, do I have to do this? (laughs) You know, And, and I think if I had known like, and I say this in some of our other podcasts, just freaking show up, man, just go find networking opportunities. And if it fails and nobody talks to you, I mean, at least maybe you got a free drink, right? But mo- more than likely, you know, if you seek out networking opportunities. And this is both for people for women who are in a, an industry or a corporation, or if you're building a business or you want to build a business, you're in a business, go find a networking opportunity. Now um especially for entrepreneurs, there is now more of an online community to do this. So, you know, it's nice to think you can just go to a, you know, some like a happy hour and meet a bunch of people like in the days of COVID as well, that can be a little more difficult. Um, but there are a lot of online communities where you can meet and connect with peers. You're smiling at me, Nicole, like, no, I love what, it. what is that?
0: I'm just remembering <laughs> those days. And then I was thinking right? about how my new networking days are just literally going to a coffee shop and hanging around and seeing who, who sits near me and then striking up a conversation. You know, it's like it can take different forms for different people depending on where they are too. But if you are like really focused on wanting to find peers who do similar Functions in other brands, then I think what you just said, Sarah, is right on, get online, look up like online happy hours for accountants in outdoor industry businesses or whatever. And you will probably find places that you can connect and you can start building. I think it's great. So, can we move into like um, maybe talking more about mentors and advocates? Maybe we could start by talking about what the difference is there.
1: Yeah. Why don't you you okay. go right out. Yeah. All right, great.
0: So, um we all hear that we need mentors. And like you said earlier, it seems like it needs to be this very structured relationship, like you need to literally call someone and be like, will you be my mentor? Like you're getting married. Um you can do that for sure, and there are people out there who love mentoring just out of the goodness of their heart, and there's also mentoring organizations. There's organizations where you can apply to be a mentee or a mentor if you want to give back. Um, and definitely in the outdoor industry, I know that there are because it uh, used to be called the OIWC. Um, now I believe it's called Camber Outdoors, but they have a whole women's mentoring program. And mentors are yeah. like this is how I define a mentor <clears throat> it's somebody who has knowledge about what you are doing. And they're able to see where you are and apply their knowledge and experience to what you're doing to help, you know, you gain your knowledge base or gain an advantage in some way and grow. They're, they're there to help you grow and kind of be a supporter in a more maybe structured way. And yeah, I think I what, what I've read about this world of women in business is that there is no lack of women mentors. Mentoring for women is a thing. But what we are missing is that other word that I threw out there earlier. Um, we're calling it an advocate. You might call it a champion or even a sponsor, but it is a person who helps you achieve. Who is there to help open doors for you? There to help you get the get the client or help you get the position. You know, help you move your your agenda forward, and that's where were lacking, um, compared to the world of mentoring largely because there aren't as many women in these influential
1: leadership positions to help us open the next door. I agree. And I often find once women make it to those positions, the competition's fierce, right? And so not as many women are bringing other women, you know, along Along with them. It it, and that's that's how I said at the beginning. I mean, it is still uh an uneven playing ground, whether it's in business or you know, a professional career, there are different expectations for women. And and to your point, there are not as many women in the leadership positions. Um, so I think it's really, I think it's, I mean, that's part of what I know you and I are out to change is how do we bring how do we bring other women along with us how do we bring you know how do we bring you with us if you're listening to us how can we help lift you up in in your mission and your career where you're headed and then also how can you in return help others you know um once you make it up that ladder your job is really to turn around and put your hand out and see who else you can bring up that ladder with you you know yes um, And that's the only way that we're going to continue kind of this legacy of, of growing a professional base of women and female business owners. Um, So, you know, so let's, let's circle back around then um, to mentors. So um, just let's, let's talk a little bit. I want to know, have you had mentors in your life? Are there women or men or, or anyone who you feel are, have helped you? or yes, mentor deal. Definitely. And
0: I will tell you from day 1 of starting skirt sports on my little piece of paper that I wrote my idea for skirt sports as I went down the list, I wrote down that it would be important to create my own personal board of advisors. And it didn't have to be a corporate, you know, part of my corporate entity, like a board of directors. But this was like my own personal board of advisors in my life that could help with not only my business, but relationships, my marriage, you know, whatever it was. And so from day one, having and building relationships was so important to me. And, you know, I remember interviewing somebody for, for my Run This World podcast like five years ago. And I, for, I literally forget who it was now, but thank you, <laughs> whoever you were. Um, and they said, the only reason I was able to actually sell my business and move on in a really positive way is because I built relationships, not just on the surface. Like these relationships with hundreds of people were Meaningful. I wasn't just out to get something from them. I was giving as much as I was getting. And I think that is the number one key in a relationship. And this person said, when you pick up the phone and call that person, they don't push you through to voicemail. They want to talk to you. They're excited to hear from you. And that's what we're striving for right away. When you ask who, one of my very first... um, advisors, informal, was Laura Merican, the founder of Laura Bar. And I had found her company when it was literally like samples of nuts and fruit at an expo. And I was like, this company is going to be something big. And I ended up becoming friends with Laura. She shared so much with me over the years and was always there for me. It didn't matter. She was always there for me, and it meant so much. Um, and I also had I had advisors within the outdoor industry. The one area that I wasn't super successful was finding advisors, women or men, who did fitness clothing. And I think it comes back to that uh, secrecy, um, competitiveness. You know, people had their, had a, had a little bit of a hand, like talk to the hand, you know, it was like, they, they kept me at a distance. They didn't want me too close. They didn't want to share their secrets. And I honestly just spent a lot of time going, why? And I get it. I get both sides, but like, I've always been of the mindset that there's enough to go around if you are building something really special. So why were people
1: afraid to let me into their fold? in that sense. Right. Well, that's the abundance versus scarcity mindset, right? The idea that there's enough for, and you know, people have different, people have different thoughts about, about that, you know, that there's one, it's a competition and the other, that there's enough to go around. I've had, I've actually come from the mindset of both. Now I have more of like, Oh, Hey, we're good. There's enough to go around, but I didn't always feel that way. So I think, um, you know, and, and again, that's, that's where, um, I think the most influential and helpful mentors are the ones that are like, Hey, if I help you, this is a good thing for everybody, you know, that, that idea. Um, well, you know, I've always loved, um, as you and I have talked, you'll be like, well, I, I got advice from these three business owners about how to sell my business or how to liquidate my business or how, to like, I've always been impressed with your, your relationships. Um, and, and, you know, Nicole, whether you know this about yourself or not, you're very open about sharing and you're also very willing to ask. And I think that's a key thing for anyone listening. It's, it's, you know, you have to establish some mutual trust, whether it's with a mentor or a peer or whatever it is, right? And in doing so, you have to be forthcoming with your troubles and tribulations and like, hey, i I'm struggling with this. Do you have the same issues? You know? Um, and then also when others share their struggles with you, they're more likely, If you show show vulnerabilities, if you show um, certain things, um, that that relationship can be built, right? It's built more on mutual things. And I think that's something we should touch on. So um, from a mentor perspective or someone that you want to advocate for you, you've got to understand. So if you're the person that is mentoring or advocating and I've been in this position before, I'm, I'm guessing you've been in this position before as well, where someone wants to write you once, hey, could you write a reference for me? Hey, could you stick your neck out for me, right? So I find that I have to make sure I'm comfortable with that person that I'm I'm doing that for, that I'm, a, because if I'm recommending you to a, one of my peers, or if I'm recommending you to someone um, and it doesn't work out well, um, that doesn't look good for either of us. And Hey, I may have actually just lost my connection, um, because I recommended someone I wasn't really comfortable with. So I think when you're looking for, um, a mentor or you're looking for someone to advocate for you, you have to understand that that does take longer to, um, develop that relationship. Um, and I think it also helps if you have a trusted connection, if you have someone who already knows you, like if I wanted to meet the founder of Larabar and I needed to have her talk to me, you know, having you introduce the two of us would be a lot better than me just cold calling her. She doesn't know who I am. But if you say, I want you to talk with Sarah, these are the things I know about her. She can be trusted. I mean, that's, it really comes down to trust. Think about that. It's trust. So, can I trust that you're going to do what you say? And um, that only comes through either, you know, you've had the experience with me and know that you can trust me, and then you pass that trust on to someone else, um, or I establish that trust with you. And one thing that I found throughout my career was because Disney was a vast network of people. I mean, Disney owns what twenty three thousand different businesses, and um, you can meet a different executive or manager in, in every area. Um, you know, those, those connections, I, I would go meet with people or I'd talk to them and get to know them. They were always less um, meaningful than when I could find a way to work with someone. So like if I found myself in an organization where I was volunteering with them or we could work together on a project That trust was more immediately established and those relationships were more immediately established than any other kind of like, you know, 15 minute meet and greet session. Does, you know what I'm saying? I think you found the same as well. Absolutely.
0: And you know, it, at the end of the day, that old like adage about it's how you make people feel. You know, at the end of the day, not really what you say, but how you make them feel that helps establish that trust. And when you are open, they feel that genuine desire to connect and to improve your life and their life through... Nobody wants to spend their time and energy on somebody that they're miserable hanging out with, right? Right. (laughs) Right. You know, and... It's, it's so interesting too, because at the end of the day, we're talking about building networks, creating relationships that matter, that are mutually respectful, that are trust based, so important, but nobody is going to get it done for you. You are, as we started, you are the center of your universe. You're the sun, all these planets are revolving around you. And yes, it will be a better, more fulfilling result and a more fulfilling life if you include other people in it, but they can't do it for you. They can be there for you they can make you feel less alone. They can impart their wisdom. They can help connect you. They can open doors for you, but you are the one who needs to walk through them. Everything they do is going to help build your confidence. That's going to be a whole nother episode confidence, right. <laughs> but, um, but that's what it is. You're building these relationships yeah. to make your life feel better and to help help you feel less alone and give you an advantage. But at the end of the day, it is, it is up to you, my friend to make
1: it happen. It is. is. Well, and I wanted to share, um, I wanted to share as well, especially if you're listening and you own a business or you're trying to create a business, um, each business, like it's so easy to sit and, and think from the outside, oh, there is a clear trajectory to get from a coordinator level to a vice president level in an organization, right? Or to get from starting a business to building a successful multi million dollar business, right? The truth is there is no secret path that you have to, like every single path is Individualized. It's different. And so that's where I think also relationships, mentors, things like that are so important. So every company, like I've worked for, I've done consulting work for a number of, of companies, right? So I've seen a, a corporate, I worked for a university, right? Um, at one point. So I saw the back end of how they did business. Um I saw a huge corporation. I worked for another race company doing marketing and sales for them. And they were set up completely different than my company is set up. And I learned, I mean, they had some magical marketing tactics so that by me getting involved and being able to access their business, I learned so much from it. The same thing as I got to learn your business, Nicole, as I learned Amy's business with Momentum Jewelry, every business was so different. It was different from mine and every business I got to kind of dig into and learn about, and you don't have to buy a bunch of businesses to get this information. That was kind of how I went, went through it, but I learned something new that made me better every single time. I mean, I could walk, I'm not going to in this episode, but I could walk you through you know, oh, well, I learned this marketing tactic. I learned how to operate better from this company. So um, I think it's important relationships, mentorships, peer relationships are so key. And you being open, honest, and sharing your experience is key because it, in the end of the day, will give you insights and you don't, you can't identify what those are ahead of time, right? You can't be like, oh, I, 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 like I was trying to do, oh, if I talk to this person, I will learn X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I, I would, you just have to have the conversation and then see what unfolds. You be vulnerable. You be honest. They'll do the same And then you're going to have like this badass girl gang that like helps you and you don't have to call them all the time. You could call them every six months, but you've got these women in your corner. Um, And I think it's just, I just really think it's so important, which is why we're talking about it today. It is. And I think, Nicole, are we about to wrap it
0: up? We are about to wrap it up. And on that note, I just want to, I also want to make this final point that, it's one thing to have connections, but to actually talk to them, to see their faces in person or online and to actually pick up a phone, that is when you are going to make the deepest connection. I'm so glad that you and I picked up the phone a couple of years ago now, I my do. gosh, almost and uh, and made this happen because uh, it's fun. It's fun helping other women.
1: It is Well, and everyone who's listening, you're in our girl gang too. Just so we're clear, we actually just started a girl gang and you're part of it.
0: You're part of the girl gang. Whether you want to be or not. It's the, she runs a gang. All right. So maybe the homework today is to post about your girl gang, tag your girl gang, tell them how awesome they are. Tell them how much you appreciate them
1: and share something vulnerable about you. (laughs) Yes. And where are you going to look for the next member of your girl gang? That's what I want to know too, is where, how can you open yourself up to new possibilities? Because who knows what, you know, maybe you're trying to, to create, um, your new business. You've got a passion. You've got this amazing idea. Like go, what, what, what new person can you meet that will help you get one step closer or you're stuck and not sure what your next career move is, you know, this, You building a girl gang will do nothing but help you for many years to come. And we can't wait to hear more about what you're doing. gang. thanks for joining us for this episode and we can't wait to read your comments and we will see you on the next one.